welcome to another episode of Chatty Broads with Becca and Jess. Well, hi, Broads. Craig, 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 Craig. Did we first bring you on in 2019? Yes. Yes. The answer is yes. I don't was remember. It, I think it was 2018. I I'm going to look this up. I remember that shit up. was cracking. That's all I remember. <laughs> no, the first time you came on when Ruth was born. Really? Yeah. Okay. I'm going to look this house. up. I'm going to look this up. Yeah, I remember I remember thinking I had no idea who either <laughs> of you were, and I didn't know if I was going to get murdered or what. And then we had the best time ever. <laughs> it was the best time ever. It was ever. like instant magic. I was like, I love you guys. It really was. It was. <laughs> I just have my baby. I know. And then I was, and then... Yeah, I think you're just breastfeeding on the pod, which is totally fine. But you know, just for, for I was like, hey, what's up, y'all? I think hey, you, hey. I think you came in and she she was breastfeeding. Yeah. The mics all set up. It's just an interesting and thing you to walk met, into. You went to one of his shows, right? And then that's how you guys connected. We probably talk about this every time that Craig comes yeah. on. Whatever, the podcast. we like a recap. And we love a recap. No, because he's friends with my producer. Yes. Oh my god! And it, sorry, I'm just bringing up breastfeeding. Uh, my sister has two kids, and she has huge tits. And Are they gigantic? When she first started, she just have these. Fucking just like where you like have to like dude these cunt, these and and she'd have chap nipples and she but she was her first baby you know yeah and I'd walk in just tits out and she's like Ugh. <laughs> I'm like come on man I put a towel like something I'm your brother she's like I don't give a fuck my nipples hurt and I was like all right all right I'm gonna be on the patio I'm gonna be outside I'm gonna water your plants over here and look away do you remember the shock. Of like waking up one day and having your tits be. I have a selfie that I will never delete off my phone where uh, I had Pamela Anderson oh. grapefruit. Like it's like bad boob job tits where it's like oh. looks like a giant silicone <laughs> round thing. And it fucking hurts, dude. <laughs> so bad. I'll never forget. I was like, it, I don't think it. It maybe took like a week for mine to get gigantic. Yeah. Right. Mine like happened like overnight. The milk came yeah. in. And it was like <sighs> that was it was like a week in and overnight I went to bed and I woke up the next morning and I like without, you know, like eyes still half closed, popped ember on one of them. And I had my top off and I just remember Evan was like putting his boxes on and he turned around and looked at me and he goes, oh my God. They were obscene. It's kind of horrific. Yeah. Like it's kind of horrific. It's grotesque. It's grotesque. I can't, uh, like I don't really want to describe my sister's tits, but they started out huge and they went like I have a friend who has big boobs and when she breastfeeds, it's like she picks up her breast and is like, here you go, kid. Here's and, this. And my and my nipples got now. I didn't know if they were gonna go back down or not. They're normal size, like they were before again. But that was. Yeah, like, but you can hang a coat on them now. <laughs> you can hang a coat. They're about three to four inches long. The you know the nipple part, but no, my the areola was everything is just it was and it gets that dark was too. Cool. Did you know this is a biological thing? So the baby yes. can see it. The areola gets bigger, and your nipples get darker, so that when the baby is born, it can see the nipple and find its way to it. Did you know newborn babies will do something called the breast crawl where you put them on newborns. You put them on your belly and they will work their way up like a little rat. Nature. nature. To your breast. <laughs> that was that was my biggest thing when I looked in the mirror after they were engorged and I looked in the mirror and the areola and the color had changed so Dramatically. drastically that I was just in shock. I was bawling because I was like, I <laughs> don't know who I did, am anymore. Did you like, did I just spray tan my nipples? No, I was like, <laughs> what happened in the middle of the night? Motherhood. 
Yeah, wild. they're mostly back Some to normal now. Some of are on these, I know. I yeah, <laughs> Evan was just on there contouring all night. <laughs> He's like, this will get her. <laughs> She's going to love this when she wakes up. <laughs> Man, we're silly today. I love this. Well, you Bronzer know. Bronzer on the nipples out the <laughs> gate. How do you like that, Broad Squad? Okay, Broads, before we dive into this fantastic episode with our favorite comedian, Craig Conant, listen, if you've got big dreams in 2022, you might want a little help to accomplish them. And that's where Squarespace comes in. With Squarespace's dynamic all-in-one platform, millions of dreamers, makers, and doers have brought their ideas to life. And now you can too. From web design to online marketplace building to marketing, Squarespace can help you with it all. Squarespace is amazing. It's truly built for people of every skill level. If your extent of experience building a website is your 8th grade MySpace page, I can relate and I promise you, you will still be able to use Squarespace as well. And if you're already a web pro, Squarespace allows for so much customization. I swear, all the best websites, online stores, blogs, you name it, they all start with Squarespace. Check out squarespace.com chatty for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use the offer code chatty to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. That's squarespace.com chatty. Check out squarespace.com chatty for a free trial. When you're ready to launch, use offer code chatty to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain that's squarespace.com slash chatty oh my god tell us about you how's your new year going you're two days in 2022 days. three days in oh. three days in. i've been going in the ocean every day with sadie because it's freezing <gasps> are you guys doing like winhoff yeah i i want to do it because we've been talking about lately how we're pussies when it yes. comes to the cold i hate the, the worst cold. it's 58 degrees and i'm like Shivering. I get, I get cold so easy. My fingers are cold. Yes, my toes me, are cold. Me, I'm probably me. anemic, whatever. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, I'm cold. But it's a weird thing. I don't, I love Wim Hof and I want to practice that. But doing breathing exercises in the fucking water, are you crazy? Oh. Right now, I'm just running in and running out. Yeah. But it still gets the happy juices going. It does. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but wait, what was the point of this? Just, I don't know. New just Wim Hof. Just, I can't, yeah. I can't do that. I'm, that's the goal, though. That is the goal. That motherfucker would just be meditating. In the Arctic, and you're like, what do you, what? 2023, you're going to be able to climb Mount Everest in your undies. Like, that's what he's helping the people. Even though you're in freezing water, somehow you get out and you're not cold. I'm always cold before, right? During and never after. Never. (sighs) It doesn't even make sense. It'd be like, how is it hot? Yeah. Yeah. It's just the adrenaline. And what it does is it just releases all that happy juices. The endorphins. Yeah. Yeah. That's the thing. I feel like that's what this year is going to be about. It's jumping into the ocean. I've committed to every day for 30 minutes free dancing. That's, a, that's long a good one. Time. That's, that's so a good. Right, but 30 it's, minutes. It's a big commitment. That's, a I, that's what I'm like. If, if I'm not, not working song? out. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> like, I, got, I have an absolute fire playlist <laughs> that I have. No, but I'm like wow, turning on music videos on so loop. Good. And I've done it for like the past week and I feel so good. Do you do it in front of Evan? Uh, he comes in and out. I do it with Ember the whole time, though. Oh, at least yeah. so okay, far. That's good. That's good. That's she loves good. it. She's very dramatic, and she helps inspire my dance moves. Oh, I like that. I would that's just have one. Elvis Crespo suavemente on repeat and just oh, play yeah. one song over and over. Suave. Suave. Suavemente. You don't have to like dance. You can kind of just yeah, jive. Yeah. 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 A little two-step. would be good. <laughs> But that's your year so far. Uh, yeah, I go back out on the road January 12th. Um, Philadelphia, uh, New York. CraigConnor.com. Come get these tickets, baby. You guys, yeah. uh, every show. 
Honestly, you I, guys hook it up. I broad see, squad. I see the broad squad posting being at your shows, and first of all, I get massive FOMO because I'm like, I want to be there. That sounds so fun. It's such a good time. It's a fun time. You got to go is. to the shows. It's so good. Good for you. I'm I know. out of words now. I'm sorry. How many? <laughs> well, we were talking about with you before we came on the podcast. I said, stop talking. You were talking about your purpose. Oh yeah, yeah. purpose. And I was saying, and and I was saying, I was saying. You were talking about this. You're talking about touring, how you have people show up, Broad Squad. And I said, I feel like you have like kind of a cult following too. people who are dedicated to you. Yes. And uh, yes, that is because of the, the sober talk. And I still smoke. I mean, I started smoking a little weed recently. I just like to be honest about Cali that. sober. Cali mm -hmm. sober. Cali but sober. I was 100 percent sober for eight years, man. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, that's my purpose, just to inspire the knuckleheads out there. That there's a way out. You don't have to stay down there. You know, you don't have to be on drugs and have no outlet, no purpose, no, no voice. And that's what we were saying. Like, if I could do it, you could do it. And that's what led me to sobriety because one of my coworkers was a tweaker and alcoholic. And he was, he was my brother. And then he got sober and I was just like, what? You know, like, yeah, like I you even, can get sober. Yeah, that's that's. And then I was like, oh, shit, if he could do it, I could do it. Mm. And then I was like, if I could do it, you could do it. And I, and I helped a couple close friends get sober. I didn't like help them. You just be like, you just see where you were them, you yeah. know, and you're like, you don't have to do that shit anymore. Mm -hmm. You know, because most of us, whether we like to admit it or not, we just shouldn't have any. <laughs> 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 it gets little, it gets little, it gets, gets, you know? It gets a little hairy. <laughs> and then you end up on roofs and you're like, how do you get up there? You know, there's a, roofs. This is a baby shower. There's, un on there, the roof again. there's Uncle That's Hector. Like, yeah, you know, what are you going to do? <laughs> Looping like up to with Hector. Yeah. I was talking to a friend the other day and she was describing her relationship with cocaine, which I was talking with another friend about, about, isn't it crazy how in especially major cities, how casual the relationship is to an extremely well-known, highly addictive substance. And like, you know, I feel like in LA, you could even be at a fucking elementary school open house and a parent could be like, you want to do a bump in the bathroom? Mm -hmm. And you'd be like, oh, yeah, no, but all right, you yeah. know, I see you. Like, what the fuck is that? It's insane to me. Yeah. It is insane. I can't remember the last time I went out and I've never done coke in my life because I'm horrified of everything. But like, I can't remember the last time I went out and wasn't offered cocaine. It just is casually. everywhere. People say it was like big in the 80s. No, it's big always. <laughs> it's been big since the 80s. It's always there. Yes, always. Always. And and people, I know so many people who have just a casual, it's like, we do it on the weekends. I'm like, you're doing cocaine you're doing every weekend. narcotic. Yeah. And it's, it's also really weird how a lot of those people judge other things. You oh, could yeah. be drinking a matcha out of a straw and they'll be like, and be like you just did cocaine. You know? Like, what? <laughs> They're like, you're using a straw. There's le loose leaves in there. <laughs> you're like, there's blood in, you in that. People died for that, for you to snort that. <laughs> I saw you just chop up a Coke booger. <laughs> <laughs> well, also with the, okay. Okay, guys, sorry. We're going off a tangent right now, but uh, it's been bothering me lately. Okay. I've been on a Coke thing lately. I've been on... 
not on a coke thing. Yeah, no, but I mean, I've been on a bender against cocaine. That's, right. <laughs> that's fine. That's yeah, a good one. She's been on an anti coke bender. I'm on an anti cocaine campaign right now, guys. Mm-hmm. Stop doing it, Stop please, doing please. It. There might be fentanyl in it. That's the thing. That's another thing. They change things. Remember when it was covered baby laxatives? You just got diarrhea and shit your pants. Okay, yeah, the good old days. <laughs> you to die. Yeah. Okay. Fuck. Okay. This is my PSA. I'm sorry, bro. Just give me. Oh, this hour starting the new year. Okay. <laughs> Don't do drugs. All right. But fentanyl <laughs> is the number one killer of people aged 18 to 45 above car accidents and suicide. Fentanyl is the number one killer right now. It's fentanyl in, overdoses. It's sickening. It's yeah. maddening. It's insane. And and people always think like, oh, well, I'm getting my blow from this person. I trust them. No, like it's so high up in the supply chain being accidentally slipped in here and there on scales, all that. Mm-hmm. You don't know. Ozark. And also there are hotspots where you, all your friends could be doing it. And then all of a sudden you could be the one that dies. It's not worth it. No. Yeah. It's not yeah. worth it. Yeah. Do speed. Yeah. <laughs> If you're, gonna, anyways, if you're gonna do anything <laughs> cheaper no it went up oh oh friends the economy's changing you know. some ketamine perhaps <sighs> inflation you know inflation get- is a bitch but anyway just if, stop doing cocaine guys if god didn't make it don't take it that's my new shit but mm. what i was saying was a friend was describing their relationship with cocaine it was like cocaine they, they were saying cocaine is like my crush you know i'm in a room and I like I know that I, I think they might be there at the party and then they show up and I can't stop looking at them across the room and I'm thinking about them while I'm talking to other people. And I was like, that is bad. Yeah, that is the <laughs> cutest way to describe addiction I have ever heard in my life. That's but is unhealthy. It controls me. It rules my life. <laughs> I'll throw my kids at my husband like, and take them. I gotta like, go. You're like, I gotta that, go. That sounds like addiction or a very toxic relationship. <laughs> with a person so either way it's not good <laughs> I call them domesticated junkies like people that don't even I got that phrase I believe from train spotting the movie long ago I don't uh. think I invented that but mm. th- like they don't even know yeah. that they're a drug addict they just my doctor says it mm-hmm. it's oxycotton bitch <laughs> that's fucking heroin it's synthetic heroin people don't know they don't even that, have a clue did you watch that documentary about Dope how sick? they about oxycotton how they initially lied and they were like they made up it was, they were like these fake trials and they're like in trials it shows that no 100% of people didn't get addicted to it so doctors were prescribing it left and right when it first came out in like 2000 because they the the companies told them the yeah. pharmaceutical companies told them it was not addictive yeah I saw it and it just makes me sick because I, uh, I I was involved that was my favorite pills yeah. pills and uh, that, did I say that twice oh why can't it ring ring I was a fan of Eminem you know yeah. and he's like it sucks that your heroes do influence you, but he's like, Vicodin, Vrin, Vrin. Mm. And then we all started chewing them like Skittles. And uh, people don't even know how highly, insanely addictive they are. They are synthetic heroin in a nutshell. You're taking heroin pills, lady, and kids. You don't even know it. The kids know it. The adults oddly don't. That's no, what, I know. That's what's crazy. So many, like, I, I know a couple people who have had to, like, detox. I mean, sometimes you obviously need serious shit when you have serious shit going on in your body yeah, you know you get spinal surgery exa- take that shit exactly but there's some people that really don't know and i've i had a friend's mom who had to like detox off of a serious vicodin addiction because she wasn't really aware of what she was being prescribed no yeah. i got i got um oxy uh recently because i got my one of my teeth yanked out what's up no what's i'm up? just kidding i'm retired <laughs> you're like so um yeah oxy's for a toothache is is insane 
Yes. I mean, I, I, I did get some intense surgery. Okay. So I was in a lot of pain. Am I wrong? Is oxycodone different than oxycontin? Yes. Yes. O- yeah, one's milder. Oxycontin is... Contin, synth- yeah. Contin is, it's, is synthetic heroin. Oxycodone is, is bad, but it's not. It's, it's like, not. This is like crazy bad. Yeah, isn't oxycodone like... It's in cough syrups. It's, it's codeine it's, and oxycodone, right? Or codeine Vicodin. The- I don't know. Hi, you're think their hydrocodone is Vicodin. Oh, okay. yeah, that's Vicodin. They're all of the opioid family, and they're all pretty addictive. Yeah, just OxyContin is the mm-hmm. absolute worst. Strong. That one isn't is the strongest. Well, I didn't know uh, mm-hmm. it had some sort of different name on it, and I threw it back, and I was spinning, and I had no, and I've never taken like pills or anything before, and I'm like, what is going on? Then I yelled at my uh, my doctor because I'm Dude, like, you got to let me know what I'm taking. I'm like, why do I feel? First of all, I'm so sick. Like I yeah. felt so sick when I took it. But then I was just spinning and there was not even like I was looking at uh, the instructions that like my doctor had given me. And it wasn't like, don't operate machinery on this. And I was like out of it. So dangerous. Yeah, I'm like, so, what, are, what if you were in pain at lunch and you just took it and then it hit on the drive? Well, home? I'm also, also like, what if you don't? What if I am an addict? I was going to say, do they ask you anything about like, do you have history of addiction before they prescribe? No. They never no, do. They I want never the paycheck. No, I didn't get anything. They just gave it to me and I popped it and I was like, what is going on? And then I like, you know, I talked my mom was a nurse and I'm like, what is this? And she's like, oh my God, Jessica. <laughs> she's like, oh my God. <laughs> give it to me. Yeah. Yeah, that's dangerous. You so, should have be, been given like some 500 milligram right, right, Vicodins. Right. Those are yeah. mellow. That's what everyone that's Or the, give me that. The, or even actually what they have started doing, they've they've been changing the way they do things. Apparently, one of my nurse friends was saying where they pretty much start out baseline just extra strength Tylenol basically yeah. and they're like yeah. you're gonna take some yeah some heavy yeah. IBU yeah they gave me like an 800 milli <laughs> ibuprofen and I was like this is not cutting it you yeah. guys <laughs> you needed some little My baby screaming pain. they go 570 why don't you become a, a, a pharmaceutical doctor <laughs> oh, I this is what I, you need because no. this is what you need some baby Vicodins I remember what I was going to say. I had injured myself and I went to the doctor and I, and this is when I was sober. I was like, I was addicted to pain pills. I cannot have that shit. Guess yeah. what they gave me? No. Pain pills. But I was also broke because I wasn't working. So I just sold them to my drug there addict friends. <laughs> hey, don't do drugs. But give me a hundred dollars. Give me. And, but you uh, said it and then they gave it to you anyway. They did. And I was, thank God I was strong enough to fucking give those away. Oh it's, my God. It's wild. Wow. I was like, it's you wild. idiots. I love these things. I remember my mom, I got my wisdom teeth pulled in high school and I got prescribed Vicodin. And then I went back and I had dry socket. And he's like, do you need a, which is, this is fucking crazy. I was, I'm a 17 year old. He's like, you need a, do you need me to re-up your prescription? And I'm like, yes, sir. You know? And they're like, okay, here you go. Here's another two refills. Uh, the Vicodin. So, oh my god! But I, I was never a pill popper, so I sold them to my friends. And I remember my mom finding the, the prescription in the car. She was like, "Rebecca," you know. And I was like, "It's okay." You both out here it's, taking care of your finances at a young it's age. Okay. I made a hundred bucks. <laughs> it's okay. I got a binge. Don't worry. But about it starts out innocent though. Like in high school, yeah. like we one you kid don't... got his teeth pulled, and we would take one yep. partying. Yep. And then it two, and then every day, and then we're fighting over them. And it was just like in every movie, you just feel the fiend go. And it, mm. it, and it nabbed like most of us, not even some of us, like most of my circle, 10 out of 12, it got them because it's so addictive and we had no idea. Well, and it's even more uh, 
like innocuous when people are operating with their daily lives. They got their good, good jobs, you know, yeah. they got their good jobs, they're married, they got their house and they're still doing all this shit. I know a lot of people like that. And yeah. I'm like, dude, this is not cool. Uh, you and you also can't hang out with your friends without doing a ton of drugs. What the fuck? How about a glass of wine in a conversation? Like, it's yeah. scary. It is scary. I see those people and I'm just like, <sighs> on paper, you look like you're doing well. But I was like, I used to run the streets like that. Like, you're, you're, you're burning the candle at both ends. Mm. You have kids. Stop doing coke benders. Yeah. If you're over forty, stop doing hard drugs. Like grow up. What are 30? you doing? Forty? You're bumping because well, I 40? know a lot of people are I over forty <laughs> and they're still doing over it. 30. I'm like, you're going to die I'm like, now. You realize your heart. this? I'm a I'm a fan protect of protect your heart. Protect your heart. Protect your spirit. Exactly. Yeah. I'm a fan of drugs. I say like do them, but just get out, and also do them. Like experimenting's fun, but just get out. You know. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Eat mushrooms at Coachella. Have fun. I'm not saying don't do that. But just get the fuck out. These kids stay too long and then they mm -hmm. they rot their brain or they're 40 doing cocaine. You're like, you're, you're going to yes, die. Yes, or you're raised in a very conservative home and you're not allowed to. And then you begin once you turn like 25. And then that can be a problem. Yeah. Because then you're 60. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Still trying out some stuff. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Okay, Broad's interrupting our reunion with Craig for one moment. Uh, if we haven't made it clear already, when it comes to partners, Becca and I did get pretty darn lucky. We love the bros. What can we say? And with Valentine's Day almost exactly one month away, we are already brainstorming the perfect gifts. And sure, the standard gifts like candy are always nice delicious but we've had our fair share of valentine's days already so personally i like to throw in something fun and this year i'm going with matching undies matching underwear from me undies we are huge me undie fans for so many reasons but first and foremost they're hands down the most comfortable underwear you'll ever wear i'm not exaggerating they're made from sustainable modal and complete with a no roll waistband I promise you guys, after you try me undies, you won't ever want to wear anything else. I'm obsessed with them. Gray is too. He has a couple pairs of boxers. Available in sizes extra small through 4XL and about a million different colors, patterns, and cut options. You are guaranteed to find something you love on MeUndies.com. And okay, okay, I even saved the best for last because not only can you get matching sets for you and your boo, you can get matching dog goodies for your pups as well, which I may or may not have gotten for both of our dogs. Okay, I definitely got them for both of our dogs. Evan and I are both suckers for any kind of matching fun gift. We love to match. That's a fun fact about us. Um, so I already know these are going to be a hit this year. And honestly, who wouldn't want new comfy me undies? And by the way, I know Becca already talked about the comfort, but I can't hit this home enough. Nothing feels like me undies, okay? It's like putting your bits on a cloud. The most luscious, comfy, delicious cloud. Me undies are the best, hands down. MeUndies has a great offer for our listeners. For a limited time only, get 20% off your first order or matching pairs for Valentine's Day. And as a first-time purchaser, you can also get 15% off and free shipping right to your door. So to get 20% off matching pairs, 15% off your first order, free shipping, and a 100% satisfaction guarantee, so you have nothing to lose by trying them, go to MeUndies.com slash chatty. That's MeUndies.com slash chatty. This is such a good deal right in time for V-Day. 
So sometimes I feel like every single aspect of our health is tracked and monitored and recorded nowadays. How many steps we take, how well we sleep, our mental health, and so many other things. But the one thing that still feels like it's just left up to fate is our fertility health. But it doesn't have to be that way. Now, thanks to Modern Fertility's at-home fertility testing. Yeah, that's right. With Modern Fertility, you can quickly, easily, and affordably test your fertility hormones right from home. All you need to do is prick your finger and mail back the test with the prepaid label. And in just 10 days, you will have your personalized results. You're going to get insight into everything you've ever wanted to know about your fertility health. And you're going to get all your hormone levels. You're even going to know how many eggs you have. I have witnessed so many women get really critical information from modern fertility that help them then plan for their future. And... I don't know. I think it's a really important, amazing service. And if you receive your results and want to know more or talk through your options and next steps, Modern Fertility will set you up to talk one-on-one with a fertility nurse. To get the same information from a doctor would cost over $1,000, but with Modern Fertility, you're going to pay just a fraction of that cost. So if 100% you want kids... 100% you don't want kids or 100% you have no idea what you want. Modern Fertility helps you have all the information you need to make the decisions that are best for you and your family. And right now, Modern Fertility is offering our listeners $20 off the test when you go to modernfertility.com slash chatty. So that actually means your test will cost $139 instead of the several hundred or even a thousand plus dollars it could cost at a doctor's office. So get $20 off your fertility test when you go to modernfertility.com slash chatty. That's modernfertility.com slash chatty. Anywho, how I can't remember. How did you get, how did you get sober i i got sober in the uh most bootleg way i just uh, to get off narcotics i bought a couple cases of wine oh two buck chucks when it was two bucks and i ounce of weed and i went to my sister's house and i just took off work and i just stayed there and just drank and smoked myself to sleep to kick uh, oxycontin and cocaine and then uh once the physical withdrawals were done it was just all mental mm. and I just had to stay. I had to stop hanging out with my friends. So did you stop alcohol and weed right after that? No, it was a process. Then I got in trouble again. The firecracker incident. Oh, yeah. With the uh, horses, the cop horses. Yeah. yeah. It, it went on to be a viral <laughs> bit that helped launch me. So I'm very grateful for that incident. <laughs> but then that happened. And then I was like, I need to get sober, sober and in the stand up. And then uh, shortly after that, I did. And uh, yeah, it's a process. It takes quite a bit of many of mistakes with this guy. What keeps you sober now? Um, I don't want to lose it. I don't. I've I've gone nothing but upwards since I have chosen sobriety, and uh, it's just like I remember what it was like down there. I'm like, oh, like I get the willies thinking about it. I was yeah. like, you lived in that shit. Mm. Just darkness, depression, just fear, no love, you know. Mm. and uh yeah just just too much i just never want to go back to that place of just uh low self-esteem pity Mm. wallow like you know and just only choice of happiness was drugs it's just like fuck that Mm -hmm. and of course you still battle you know everybody does i mean the rock's depressed i mean we're all fucked you know (laughs) (laughs) but you just you just battle it differently you battle it with matcha and and cold showers ocean plunges 
Mm-hmm. Yo, hey, you battle That's it with healthy truth. shit instead of fucking Molly, mm-hmm. okay? And I'm also a fan of psycho-assisted MDMA therapy, but that's different than taking eight hits and fucking yeah. humping the speaker in Vegas. You know, <laughs> there's a fucking difference. All right, guys, stop saying I'm finding myself, and you're just letting a stranger <laughs> rub your nipples with Vaseline or bronzer. <laughs> <laughs> nice callback. <laughs> you know, yeah. Was there a time yeah. where you believed you couldn't get sober? Just like, oh, I didn't know that was an option. Hmm. I had no, and tell my coworkers too. It was a tweaker and a cokehead. They both got sober. One stayed, one did not. It wasn't until then I was like, oh, you could do that? Really? Because hmm. like I told my dad I was getting sober and he said, why? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the encouragement <laughs> of the parents. He's like, why? <laughs> like, I can't. Yeah, uh, they just, some people just don't understand. I'm yeah. not talking shit. He just yeah. didn't even, he was like, what, what do you, what do you mean? You know, he didn't understand. Life is so painful. Why would you do <laughs> yeah. that to yourself? It's already hard enough. <laughs> I was just listening to uh, an audible book, actually, and it's about something totally different. But for some reason, they were talking. Oh, they were bringing it back around to something else. And they were saying that they did this study where they surveyed people that were like going into rehab and they asked them like, do you believe you will live with this forever? Or like, do you, oh, or it was like a question like, rate from one to 10, do you believe you will always, you know, be be plagued by alcohol or something or like want to drink or, you know, want to do drugs or whatever. And it was so interesting that there was a direct correlation to the people that were able to get and stay sober with their belief on whether or not like, yeah. they believed that they, they was something they were going to be like plagued with forever. I just thought that was really interesting. They tied it back into just like daily life stuff of like, do you really believe that you are capable of like making changes in your life? Even something as simple as like spending less time on your phone. Like, do you believe that that's something you'll always struggle with? Or do you think that you can escape it? Yeah, your mind is so powerful. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Motherfuckers, you could will anything into existence. That's what I've noticed. You just, just focus and determination and never giving up and perseverance. And that's what, like those people that got sober and off heroin or Oxycontin or whatever they're on, that's what they had to do. They they willed their sobriety into, into existence mm-hmm. because if they didn't have that, they would still be in and out of rehab and jail and homes and death and et cetera. Yeah. Damn. You want to do some tarot cards real yeah. quick? Yeah. <laughs> so, so this episode or the last episode we recorded was out last week on Thursday and Becca did my 2021. Yeah. And then my 2022. So what I did on New Year's Eve is I had us all pick like, yeah, two cards. And so one represents last year and the other represents this year. So pick a couple. Two. Oh, oh God. <laughs> The lightning. Okay, okay. Okay, you can hold the cards, feel them, play with them, and just pick one and flip it in front of you on the table, and then hold it up to me so I can see what it is. I just Google the meaning, and I'm not like your girl. That's the one you picked. Yeah. Oh shit. Death. Oh my god. I see death around the corner. Okay, so that's 2021. But wait, but wait, you have to flip it on the table because if it's upside down, it means something, and if it's right side up, it means something. Was that up? Was that up right side up, or was it upside down when you held it up to yourself? I don't remember. Fuck, Craig. Okay, well, it was like this. It was like this. Oh, so it was it was facing away from you. Yeah. Okay, so that's up. That means it's upside down to you. Okay, put that on the table. That's twenty twenty one. That's twenty twenty. The five of cups upside down. And now pick one. Do pick one for (laughs) (laughs) two. 
Hey. What's that one? What's it? Hold it's it up. Hold it up. Down. Okay. I like five. Swords. Oh, you got another five. Five of swords. Okay, hold on. <laughs> what was the first one? Five of cups. Five. Thieves? That one looks sad. Yeah, it sure does, doesn't it? <laughs> Wait, you Darkness got this is upon us. <laughs> okay, hold on. You ain't staying sober for long, boy. <laughs> okay, five of cups. Okay. Oh, actually, this is good because it because reversed means like the opposite thing. Oh, so five of cups reversed keywords for twenty twenty one. Personal setbacks, self-forgiveness, and moving on. Oh, thank God. Was that your theme for 2021? No, but it needs to be. Okay, no, but that's the past. Okay, but hold on. Let me read it. That was your theme for this last year. Yeah, kind of. Okay, this is for last year. The reverse five of cups suggests that you have recently suffered a personal setback or disappointment. You may have worried that you were a failure and didn't want to let other knows other ones other people know you've taken the wrong path. Or you may not be ready to admit to others and you're choosing to keep your feelings to yourself instead. But... It may be the time to open up. People around you may not see how much pain you're in. Don't be afraid to ask for help or talk to someone you trust. You may find it lessens the emotional pain. You'll find that sharing your feelings with others can help you overcome a temporary setback. If you're guilty or ashamed, blaming yourself for mistakes you've made, reversed five of cups encourages you to forgive yourself and move on. Know that you did the best you could. This may be the perfect opportunity for you to practice a ritual where you say sorry, ask for forgiveness, express gratitude, and move into love. When this card turns up in a tarot reading, you're realizing the full implications of the past. You appreciate the lessons learned from the experience, and you may even recognize the value of the painful experiences in the broader scheme of things. Five of Cups Reverse serves as a reminder that you cannot undo the past. What has happened has happened. It's time to let go of what no longer serves you emotionally and open up to new opportunities available to you. So that was your theme for 2021. Do you feel that? Yeah. Yeah. I saw. Yeah. I uh, I don't know what you, what you just read. I want you to send that to me, please. But it made me just remind, uh, I drive down Pacific Coast Highway and some mm-hmm. blessed soul just puts these billboards up that say you are enough. Mm-hmm. Just because I, I feel like we are always our own worst enemies. We're at war in our minds all the time. And I, I did try to be conscious of like, dude, just like ease up. You're doing is. You're doing insanely well for the tools you were given. You know, I was raised on sugar and TV. You know, yeah. like, <laughs> you're doing good, kid. Uh, we need to remind ourselves of that because we're, because let's be honest, most people are talking shit to themselves in their all own day. brain all, all day. the time. All the time. All day. That is not healthy. No. Oh. And I try to pull myself out of that. And so, yes, what you did say uh, resonated and just forgive yourself because you're not your past. You're not, you're, you're, you're not like, yeah, everyone's done fucked up shit, but like, you, you know, you, you, you pet pets, you water plants, you kind soul. Like you're not a monster. Aww. Not that these fucking politicians out there war and shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you're doing good. Yeah. If you ain't out there warring and killing and pillaging, you're doing all right. Mm-hmm. You know? Well, and then too, if like, if that was then this last year for you, I feel like this year, this last year, you like stepped into so much success to considering the situation oh, yeah. that was at hand. It was like you like, you know, you you have your past. And then this year it was like you're going on like all these tours. Crazy. You're doing you were saying doing like six shows a night. That's it. Or like a weekend. That's insane. I did 59 cities. 58, That's crazy. Not even including local. That's I mean, over a city a week. Well, yeah, I know I'm exhausted because I would do wild. like uh, like Thursday Philly, Friday New York, Saturday Connecticut. You know, like so in four nights I do four cities. Pa, pa, yeah. pa, pa, pa. 
and it's it's so dope, but it was so exhausting and insane. I'm literally I get I get tired just thinking about it. I was like, <laughs> but yes, thank you because I came what from nothing to then I headlined eight cities to then fifty eight cities. But you were at Trader Joe's. Yeah, I was working at Trader Joe's. That's crazy. That's crazy. That's crazy. And I was a, slinging bananas, not slinging hoodies. In, yeah. in, a pan, in a fucking <laughs> pandemic. It, yeah. I know. That's wild. That's, I think about that's that. That's a big this. It's all the, all the self-hugs. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes I feel weird and guilty. Like I don't mm. deserve it. Like imposter syndrome, like mm. a fraud. Sometimes I love it and I enjoy it. That's when yeah. I feel happiness is when I go, when you uh, are grateful for what you got, you're like, wow. Yeah. I sold 300 tickets at a motherfucking, you know, on a Sunday in Connecticut that's or whatever. Crazy. Like, that's a win. <laughs> yes, that's a win. And it. then the mind can be so quick to be like, but it holds 400. <laughs> <laughs> but you, you know what I mean? You're seeing all the people walking down the street. You're you know? like, why yeah. aren't you coming? Why aren't so you coming? It's all about yeah. your outlook. You yeah. just, it's just a constant battle. Okay, let's listen to 2022 because you got the five of cup, five of swords reversed. This is your new year. Here's the key words. Reconciliation, making amends, past resentment. Okay. Oh, no. That's why I quit <laughs> AA. Good. I was like, I got to make amends. I'm fucking out <laughs> I'm of out, here. baby. <laughs> Peace. Peace. I ain't calling nobody up. <laughs> they don't deserve me. <laughs> okay, interesting. All right. The five of swords reversed speaks for those times when you've tried to argue to the end only to realize that you'll lose no matter what. You've been pushing and pushing, but whoever is on the other end is not listening and no doubt they feel the same. You're both fighting to win at the expense of the other person. And when you're in this oppositional posture, you end up feeling awful. Win or no win. As a card of conflict, tension, and disagreement, the five of swords reversed shows that you want this period of fighting to be over so you can forgive and forget and focus your energies on more constructive activities like restoring your relationship back to normal. You realize that there can only be losers in this battle and want to move on. At times, the five of swords reversed can express conflict in your life that you've tried to walk away from, but which continues to follow you. For example, there may still be an ex in your life making things difficult and who may prevent you from moving on to new relationships. So long as conflict, tension, and raw emotion are at play, avoid this person or this situation. Similarly, the reversed Five of Swords can suggest that an old wound has been reopened and you're experiencing the fear and tension associated with that memory. You may be particularly worried that history will repeat itself or that you could be hurt again. Aim to forgive and forget so you can indeed move on. There may be residual resentment following a recent or past argument with someone close to you. You've had some challenging and heated conversations together and you harbor negative emotions from these discussions. The conflict remains unresolved and unaddressed and may be impacting your ability to create a harmonious relationship. The Five of Swords reverse suggests that after a period of conflict, whatever it may be, you are ready to move forward with your life and create positive change. Bring your energy back within and ground yourself. Come back to that beautiful, soulful, soulful person you are and ask yourself, how can I help create a win-win solution here? It may mean compromise or it might be time to move on with your life. This is your opportunity to apologize, ask for forgiveness and make amends so you can move on and create a more fertile ground for new ideas and collaboration. Mm. Tell us all your enemies now. <laughs> List their names. I don't have too many enemies. Enemies. What about conflict, resentment, um, trauma? Bring it all to the surface <laughs> now, Craig. No. He's like, please don't make no. me. 
<laughs> I don't want to. <laughs> Can I pull another card? <laughs> Where's the deck? <laughs> uh, no, just just in my, I, I mean, um, I'll say this. I don't want to say too much. No, no, She's no, not no, here, no, but no, just no. like maybe just the stubborn. Me and Sadie sometimes when we do fight, we're both stubborn and mm. like. You know, no one's gonna win. Exactly, that's exactly what you said. Going. Yeah, and I'm like, oh fuck. But then I don't want to fold, and she yeah. don't want to fold, and but it's over some stupid shit. You know, just ah, oh, such a relationship. God. <laughs> and then always at the end, there's love, so it's always fine. But it's just like, just like, what's the point of that? Of that's what that what mm-hmm. you just read me made me realize. Mm. Just fucking throwing the towel, guy. Because <laughs> she ain't. <laughs> <laughs> She's she not gonna throw fuck. the towel, so I guess God. I have to. Twenty twenty two, the year of being a bigger person and all that. Yes, dear. Bullshit. What did they say? Yes, dear. Like I don't know. Yes, dear. Yes. Happy wife, happy life. <laughs> so, you guys just win. You know that, right? It's no fucking. Bullshit. No, I always win. Um, speaking of your but relationship, we lose because we have yes. to have giant swollen tits and to you I, know take care know of guys the are offspring. Dumb, and dumbs too. That's you know? true. That's true. <sighs> anyway, we're both crazy. Uh, speaking of your relationship, I saw your girlfriend post something the other day. Didn't know if you're comfy talking about it or not. That you guys started an open relationship. Yeah. Hooray! He's like, it's he's our like, favorite thing to talk he's like, about. What? Craig uh, is like, wait, what? She said what? what? On her Instagram? Wait, so no, he said what? I, I was not aware of this. I don't. I don't. I mean, I'll talk about it a little bit. Once again, she's not here. I don't. I don't. Really no, know. of course, no, 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 no. But yeah, talk about. I what I want to hear about is like what you've grown up thinking about like monogamy in general and mm-hmm. like sort of what your experiences has been in past relationships with like cheating or like your thoughts on what it would be like to be an open relationship and like all of that and sort of how you got to the point of even being open to that because I feel like that's so huge. Yeah, I think I think it's I don't want you to know my real thoughts because I think that uh I don't I don't think any of this shit works. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I don't think monogamy works. I don't think non-monogamy works. I think well, what is all, okay. Well, what does working no, okay. mean to you? But I I will say like when I look at it like that, just because growing up it was traditional, you know, mm-hmm. marriage, family, this other stuff. I didn't even know this was possible. She had done it in her past. Okay. And then I was like, oh shit, wow. And it's for sure weird and awkward at moments you know yeah of course Uh, but it's also like fun as fuck like it's Mm -hmm. because we still have the home we still have love we still have that foundation Mm -hmm. and then we and then our our rule is nothing comes home you know oh just right yeah, some people, everyone's different. Like they talk in full detail. Sure, you're like you're like, like that's nah, not no discussion. You know. Yeah, and uh, and that that's like our shit. We have fun when we're away from each other, but when we're home, we're home and shit. You know, I guess. And then, uh, what what were your questions? <laughs> no, I just mean like, what did you think about like? Did you always picture yourself getting married? Like, did you ever struggle with monogamy and relationships with like cheating and stuff like that? Like, how has your relationship to being in a one-on-one person relationship? Like, okay, what yeah, has that uh, been like for you in that, the past? Yeah, how it led, I, I actually, uh, 
this is going to make me sound like a monster. That's okay. I, I, we like listen, honesty. We, we like honesty. I, and we talk about this on the podcast. So Okay. I never cheated in my life for like the first lot. Of, I had a lot of girlfriends. 12, 50, I don't know. 10. Uh, and then I got <laughs> into stand-up. Brag, brag. Okay, go ahead. No, I What? I mean, who hasn't Three dated girlfriends. this bunch? I'm fucking old, <laughs> The number dude. starts going down. 15, 10. And then two. I got into stand-up. And then girls started like just fucking be like hey what's up and you're mm-hmm. just like what everyone likes a funny guy <laughs> oh yeah and then i cheated and then i didn't even know that you could just do that i was like and this is like way later in life this is more recently yeah and then i was like oh you could just do that hmm. and then it was bad <laughs> oh really and, yeah sure. was that your addictive personality yeah. kind of kicking in and yeah. being like and the and the fact that like it's just crazy just because and i and and like and I know it's uh, bad and wrong and all that shit. I felt awful about it. Mm-hmm. I'm not trying to justify it. But I also want everyone, like, if I was not in stand-up and working at Trader Joe's, it's not happening. But, like, you got to put yourself in someone else's shoes. Anyone who is When you're has, getting DM'd all the time and people are yeah, sending... people say certain things. Yeah, like, I can't sh- believe fucking... Yeah. <laughs> uh, who's handsome? Brad Pitt cheated. Like, yeah, I can because... <laughs> It, he could have been hit up a thousand times and the 1001 slipped through. You know what I mean? We're human. Yes. Get the fuck out of here. I think sometimes like people don't necessarily realize like I know some of my like specifically I would say mostly like my male friends who are in the industry, the amount of DMs that they get every single day with hot pictures and saying, meet meet up with me here. So yeah, like you're saying, it's like you're saying no all day, every day. Well, I also know there are certain industries where cheat, for whatever reason, in certain career industries, like cheating is very normal. Yeah. In Hollywood, especially. Everybody. I've heard that with comedy too. Just like Comedy. Uh, most arts, to be honest. Oh, yeah, I was like Evan in music. Like every everybody's cheating. Music. <laughs> yeah. I guess like I guess like people do it at offices too. I guess that's, people are no, just that's yeah. a bunch of people fucking cheat. Oh, if I'm working in a cubicle and like my cubicle <laughs> mate comes in and he is like, you know, it's just a little bit like, hi, was you're working with someone every Jones? day. Oh, Trader Joe's was the most insane. <laughs> Everyone's <laughs> fucking everybody at all the time. All the time. So in That's short, if you're listening to this, your partner is cheating just on you. Just so you know you are getting cheated on. <laughs> no, not necessarily. It's like, uh, I didn't have it in me until I, it's like that and I did it and I was like, yeah. oh shit, yeah. you know? And I was like, fuck. And then, uh, wait, how did we get to here? <laughs> and then it was just, it was, you know, that popped up and, and it was bad. And then uh, we suggested that as a, Oh, it was an active problem in your relationship. It yeah, was a known. It was a known problem. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I didn't. uh Oh, and then uh, <laughs> it happens. This is, this is, I appreciate. Can we record this? <laughs> <laughs> no, but then I, I, it I came I appreciate clean you being and honest, I was honest, and then I, I, I stopped and I went to therapy and this, this, that, and yeah, it's just, it's just. Fuck! I hate that. I mean, when I utter this sentence, I watched a TED talk on it, <laughs> and uh, it's it's because I was just trying to learn as much. It's just fucked because consciousness, consciousness, and love, and and our society pushes you know love and monogamy, and but on a cellular level, it's like spread the seed. Sure. And mm-hmm. and both things are right, and to a certain degree, you know what I mean. Like it's yeah. like 
it's basically at the end of that that's why he came to the conundrum he's like we're fucked <laughs> yeah but it's it's because there's more to that there's more than just the stupid cellular level just spread it's love and you know home and, and choice, consciousness right and, like what and choice and choice like with yeah. addiction too yeah of course your biology is telling you yeah. to keep fucking doing these drugs but you don't it's it's a it's a it's a bad way that i i think whatever you I don't want to quit I'm sorry not I'm not bad, saying sex I'm not saying sex is the same as drugs but you know what I mean like you can't can just be. go with your it bodily desires rule your life Russell Brand talks about it in depth on how he was you know just it was it becomes a problem yeah. once anything becomes in that accessible especially at his fame and money you know it's like crazy and when i think when you're using something without any intention right like you can use your phone without any intention and it yeah. can control your life or sex can be done without any intention or consciousness or you know whatever yeah that way any other questions i feel like i felt like i was scared <laughs> so to talk who, i was so like ah. who brought up the idea in the first place i brought it up as a joke oh <laughs> i had no idea that's that sometimes the best way to bring it up possibility yeah Oh, so you weren't even like bringing no. it up as a joke to like bring it up. You were, it was just a joke. It was a joke. And she said, yeah, okay, like nothing. And then she's like, I've done one before. And I was like, what? <laughs> I didn't know any of this. I was like, okay. So do you guys like talk about like, even though you're not bringing things home, like are you having discussions of like, I'm seeing, I'm going to see this person or like I'm doing No, this. That's, that's what so I So you meant. don't talk about anything? No, I don't, out of sight, out of mind. I don't want to, I don't want to know. That's how you feel? Yeah. How does she feel? Not the same way. Mm-hmm. But it's also running remarkably smoothly. Yeah. I was going to say, do you feel like it's like helped your relationship and like... Oh my God, there's yeah. enormous pressure relieved yeah. immediately. And then once I talked about it publicly on my podcast, people come out of the woodwork. And they may not be like, hey, me too. But they're like, don't tell nobody. <laughs> well, that's, that's, I feel like so the thing people. how it often is. There's so many people who are in open relationships and they, it's just like, you know, they're just not quite, or maybe one partner isn't comfortable talking about it or whatever. Yeah. And, and I mean, things okay. can get, there's a lot of like, um, you know how like, I don't know, there's so much stigma around like people, I, I've noticed that there can be so many people who are like open and accepting of like the queer community or this and that. And then you start talking about like non-monogamy and they're like yeah and then they turn into the biggest judger ever right? it's so insane yeah. to me how the people like don't judge and then like this <laughs> well, you're I, fucking judging mother oh and my then the god older generation like, that just too. doesn't work okay okay god forbid the fa the parents you know what i mean oh, like man. god forbid like lord if there was a fly on the wall for my conversations with my mom about non-monogamy it's just like you know you'd think yeah. that like that and be like oh how'd yours work out oh <laughs> well, divorce oh divorce <laughs> wait wait cheating cheating the whole time on both sides and divorce great oh but mine doesn't <laughs> Sounds work great. okay sure oh, honest and open communication oh it doesn't work okay. all right yeah <laughs> We're insane. That's the thing. We're insane. That's the thing. Just let like, people live their fucking lives. But no, I was saying that because there's. I understand why people want to keep it on the DL because there's like a lot of um, stigma and honestly, even yeah. um, uh, what do you call it? When haters, like, just straight haters. Well, no, I was gonna, oh discrimination. Like I was yeah. reading a book and even saying how like parents can lose custody if like in the courts it comes out that they're like in a non-monogamous really? relationship or like have multiple partners like there can be like a lot of discrimination like at schools but if at, you're cheating at and in secret it's, right, like, right, it's right, fucking okay right. if you're yeah. doing the coke in the bathroom with your yeah. uh, <laughs> with your affair <laughs> right, right, right. Then, right. 
Well, that's PTA. more socially acceptable as PTA. long as you keep together the nuclear family. Yeah. You and know? you wipe your nose. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but there's like actually a lot of discrimination, like workplaces, schools, all that kind of stuff where like, you know, it's people wild. find out that that's how you're living. There could be actual implications. I think there's also one of the biggest things, too, is so many people who are so pro- love and romance like who really want to see people succeed in relationships and root on love look at all of a sudden open a relationship and go well there's something missing so it must not be oh yeah do you know what i'm you're, saying oh you're not enough for him or he's yeah. not enough for you yeah. or whatever that must be why you're seeking out yeah. other people and that's like, why i've have you know i was gonna start going off on a rant the other day about this whole like machine gun kelly megan fox style relationship that everyone's obsessed with where they're like i need to breathe your breath and drink your blood and like i you're my everything and i'm like that's not healthy yeah see you in six months yeah <laughs> it's just like you need to have have your own being and it can be extremely romantic to like still be an autonomous being choosing to live your life the way that you want to live it. Have you seen these with couples? honest and open communication? Machine Gun Kelly and Megan Fox or like Travis Barker and Kourtney Kardashian and that kind of. I see them pop up every now and then. I don't really read or pay attention. God damn it. We want your thoughts. Uh, he's an idiot. She's an idiot. <laughs> Yeah, am I right? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't. I don't really. No, it's just like this kind of relationship that is very well. It's always been romanticized, but it's like, yeah, how you kind of described it of like we are each other's everything. Yeah, it's like it's it's toxic. You, depend, you. It's toxic dependency. Yeah. You're like you're not you're like like the Twilight thing, you know, yeah. Bill and Bob Edward. Thornton and Angelina. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly, exactly. exactly. No, no, that's exactly what it is. They're trying to reincarnate exactly. that. Like, exactly. Yeah. You're like, well, yeah. it didn't necessarily work out. She moved on to Brad, <laughs> didn't she? Sorry, didn't Bob. she? And that's okay. <laughs> it's literally exactly that though. They're like yeah. doing the vials of blood type yeah. thing. Like that's too much. <laughs> it's like yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot. I've been in that in love since I was twelve. And we broke up an hour later. You know, you know how wow, that goes. I loved her so much. Remember that? Oh, that the feeling of young love when you see them when they're with someone else, like at the lunch tables, and you're just oh. like, oh, you could throw up in that moment. It feels like someone just punched you. You're like, oh. And now we probably don't remember their names. I remember, I, I remember mine now. I Austin don't. Thornton, Cindy Lauper. <laughs> It's diva. She's a diva. I love her. <laughs> okay, interrupting our convo with Craig one more time. We love him. We love his vulnerability. Um, listen, if you know any of us here at Chatty Broads, you know we are all pet people. Okay, we love our pets. And for the laundry list of good things about owning a pet, like the endless snuggles, the constant companionship, and the little shadow that follows you around the house all day, uh, there are also some not so good parts specifically the smells that can come with indoor pets, uh, even more specifically the smell of a litter box. But to all my cat lovers out there, uh, we have to tell you about Pretty Litter because it makes all the difference. Okay, I can attest to this because I have two cats of my own. I use Pretty Litter myself. And since switching, I noticed the smell is completely gone, completely gone. Thanks to the ultra-absorbent crystals, they trap the odor instantly. They last up to a month. Plus, Pretty Litter is made with a super light crystal base. It minimizes dust, 
It significantly reduced the mess around the litter box, which I, oh my gosh, I can't stand the feeling of like getting that dust on my feet, feel like I'm breathing it in, gross. No, it's gone with Pretty Litter. The box is also shipped to your front door in a super small, super lightweight bag. I've never found a litter like Pretty Litter. And if you own a cat, I probably don't need to tell you that they can be mysterious, especially when it comes to hiding illnesses. That's just another reason to love Pretty Litter. It helps keep your cat's health in check because when it detects early signs of potential illness in your cat, like a urinary tract infection or kidney issues, it changes color so you know and can get your cat to a vet right away. How cool is that? Make the switch to Pretty Litter today. It's just good sense. Go to prettylitter.com and use promo code chatty for 20% off your first order. That's prettylitter.com, promo code chatty for 20% off. Prettylitter.com, promo code chatty. I like the little tagline. It's just good sense. Ha <laughs> ha. Play on words. Love it. Okay, so I've always been, always been a big believer in a nice, big, healthy breakfast every morning. But as with most things, sometimes that's a whole lot easier said than done between kids, dogs, work, and every single other thing that life decides to throw your way. I sometimes look at the clock realizing it's lunchtime and I've got a stomach full of coffee and I'm five minutes away from a hangry meltdown. If that's not obvious, it's less than an ideal situation that I would like to avoid, which is why I now start my mornings off with Creatures of Habit Protein Oatmeal. Oh my God, it's so good. Okay, I mean, talk about a seriously good way to start off your day, you guys. Creatures of Habit Oatmeal has 30 grams of protein, vitamin D3, omega-3s, and probiotic enzymes. But equally as important, it also tastes amazing. I love the blueberry banana flavor right now. They've also got, though, chocolate, vanilla, maple. The flavors are amazing. I like to eat them straight up with hot water. They're ready in just three minutes, but there are so many other ways to enjoy Creatures of Habit. One way I love is to make overnight oats with them in the fridge. That way it takes literally no time in the morning and I have a super healthy breakfast ready to go. I tried this last week with the chocolate flavor and it was so good. Yeah. Okay. You can also toss them in a smoothie. I love putting them in a smoothie. I like that texture that it adds. Uh, or in a pinch, just mix the bag with water or milk. Shake and drink. It's that simple. So go to creaturesofhabit.com and use promo code chatty at checkout for 20% off your first order. That's creatures with a K, actually. Creatures with a K of habit. Dot com and use promo code chatty at checkout for 20% off your first order. Again, that's creatures with a K, creaturesofhabit.com, promo code chatty, 20% off your first order. Oh my God. <laughs> no, I, I, uh, you know what though? Even if those relationships do work out, how fucking weird when you're like 70 and you're like, we live, we breathe, we die together. I know. But, but I guess like I mean, it's the whole it's the whole like the notebook type vibe, right? Where it's just like the fighting is so intense, and then the lovemaking is so intense, and it's just it looks That's unhealthy. It's unhealthy and it's romanticized. <laughs> I want peace. I <laughs> peace in my. I home. just want stability. Oh, yeah. But my thing is this, like, like what you're talking about, Craig, with you know fighting, like different urges and then like where can we win and like we're all fucked or whatever i feel like my biggest thing over like the past five years because i had major jealousy issues a while ago it was (laughs) really bad um and i feel like the biggest thing that was like 
my journey was discovering like the only thing person I can control is myself. Right. So it's like at the end of the day, like I could be the quote unquote perfect spouse to my husband and he could be cheating on me every single day. Okay. All I control is can control is me. You know what I mean? So it's like, I know for myself, you know, where I was like living in fear for so long instead of just having open and honest communication and then like communicating my desires to him and letting him communicate his desires to me. It's like all that it is, is you can control you, right? And I can control having honest communication with my partner, whatever that's going to look like. I feel like, and and will, you know, I, I think about like Evan and myself, I'm like, will we last for the rest of our lives Yes. The, ro- the romantic answer would be to say yes, but I have no fucking idea. We well, could get divorced next week. Well, it's true. When you look at the amount of time you've I don't been, know. been with someone, I don't think you'll get divorced next week. I don't think so. It's not part of my <laughs> game plan. <laughs> but like, I don't see that. a lot that. of furniture I got. It was like, oh my God, it's too exhausting. <laughs> but that's Who the thing. the fig leaf plant? <laughs> the fiddle leaf. Fiddle fig. Fiddle fig. <laughs> the dying plant um, or the plastic one. But <laughs> but no, but it's like, it's like, okay, listen, like I, we, I, I could I though. I mean. I'd, I'd, I'd like to be with it. Like as of right now, we both would like to be with each other for the rest of our lives. I feel like he's my, like he's my best friend and we just love being together. We love each other, but that something could all change you tomorrow. You be practical, right? How many years have you guys known each other? Known each other? Since I was 10. Okay. So, but that's, Holy but that's, shit. yeah. 20, how many years is that? 20 I'm 33. 23 years. 23 years. But look, oh. this is what's crazy about marriage. You may have known it met 23 years ago. If you live a long life, your marriage is going to last way longer than that. So who the fuck knows where you're going to be in 35 years? Also, you know what I've seen a lot too? I've seen people like together forever, you know, separate and then over here come back. I've yeah, seen that so much. That's my favorite. I have to say I the romantic in me that. is so like, uh, you just, you it's had like to, the parent you, trap, you know, yeah. you came back around. It just it happens warms the so soul. Often. It's so wonderful. It warms to see. the soul. It is. I'm, one day your I'm hoping for a breakup <laughs> with Evan and I'd have a romantic reunion when that we're like would be a in our sixties. Or maybe my mom arc. and dad will get back together one yeah, day. Maybe one day. <laughs> Not everybody. <laughs> But not Ooh, some people should get back together. <laughs> you know, I have seen some people too. I think what's really important to remember is that there's always seasons. And like, I've also seen like couples in their 50s or 60s almost break up and almost like ready to throw in the towel, ready to divorce, ready to end it all. And then for whatever reason, they both decide that they want to keep fighting for it. And then they move past that stage and then they have bliss, you yeah. know, the rest of their that relationship. To my aunt and uncle. Because sometimes it's life is fucking they were hard. Done. He was moving out. It was over. And then they and then they just came together. And now they're back in love. It was the it's trippiest, be- coolest it's shit beautiful. ever. You're yeah. Like, yes. Nobody wanted that. You yeah. Know? But it was there. It was yeah. there for a while. And I guess it was so, I don't know. It was awesome. It was so bad for a while that it made them wake up and realize their love. Mm. Yeah. And then And then now it's on. It's cracking. They're it's, still together. You know? My thing is, it's like, I think there can be like, you can find the clear romance. And when you are like, all that I can control is myself. And I can't control my partner. I can't control what my partner's decisions are going to be. Right. But I can find the romance in every moment that I'm mm-hmm. like, right, right now I'm choosing my partner and I'm here and I'm doing this like, and I'm, I, I'm choosing to be open and communicative with this person. And like, I think that's so romantic 
But it's like, I know for me, it was like I was holding on with like a death's grip onto this image of what was this like, this quote unquote stereotypical monogamous, perfect, perfect love story. You know, that's like, of course, we meet when we're young and we'll be together till the day we die. He'll die before me. I'll grieve his loss for a year and then I'll die. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, th- th- this is this is what I was expecting. But it's like, you know, I feel like farther into our relationship, I'm like, we can the the true love is in knowing that we're choosing each other every day that we're not bound to each other that we can't control the other person's actions and that we need to communicate whatever that looks like for our relationship whether it's monogamous or non-monogamous or i mean whatever right that's love you're loving that's the love. person you're loving the person that's in front of you not yeah. the idea of what that love should look like right exactly and Guys. when you just in acceptance and in love it like makes it flows it flows <sighs> better and rather than being like this and you're just like, oh, it's cool. I I guarantee you, because it happened with me, you know, like he didn't want to do it anymore mm-hmm. as much, you know, or whatever. Yeah. So I noticed once I was, she's like, okay, go have fun. I'm like, oh shit. Like, well now I don't want to. It's weird. It's Some, so <laughs> weird. Sometimes when needs are met, they don't become needs anymore. Or and, when, sorry, when needs are like, uh, yeah, met or allowed, like all of a sudden yeah, you're kind of ex- like. I guess. Quote the great Beatles, just let it be, let go. Mm-hmm. I love let go, let God. I got that from Richard Pryor's tapes. Mm. You know, just acceptance, because that's what love really is. And and we're we're not saying like, I, you know, I, accept and love mild shit. Obviously, if it's uh, you know bad, yeah, no, we're talking about dangerous, dark, no, 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 no. Uh, shit. Get the fuck out, no, man or woman, yeah. run for the hills, whatever the fuck you want. L- love Get yourself, out. yeah, yeah. Um, but, you know, if you're working shit out, you know. Well, it's like the, um, it's like the, what, what do they call that? Where you're like, um, scarcity, like the scarcity mentality with money, right? Where you're like, I've got to like hold on to what's in front of me because I can and ev- and try to accumulate as much as I can because like it might not be there tomorrow. And how like that doesn't open up to like the possibility of like abundance. Mm -hmm. I think it's the exact same thing with love, right? It's like you can try to hold it all to yourself and like, I must control this so I don't lose it. And then that's of course how things just slip through your fingers. So you can just open it up and be like, oh, totally. What happens, happens. It's really weird. You got to spend money to make money. You got to get it out there. (laughs) (laughs) Got to give love to get love. Get it. Okay, you guys. I'm a shopaholic. Are you? Oh my God, I Um, love shopping. I love shopping. I love shopping. Oh, I've, so I've been pretty good about it lately because I just focus on projects to spend my money on now too. Yeah. Instead. So I'm like, time to redo a room. It's so fun. Vintage wallpaper. What are you? Sh- what do you buy? I'm a, I'm just a sucker. Just anything. anything. I bought an apron at TJ Maxx. It's uh. home on it. I like. I. <laughs> it's cute. It's plaid, flannels, anything for the home. Plants, pots. Little gadgets. Gadgets. Oh, get tools. You get know what you fu- need? I love tools. You know what you need? My parents got us these salt and pepper shakers that have batteries in them. So they're grinders, salt and pepper grinders. So when you turn them upside down, they immediately just start grinding. Ooh. Sounds stupid. Amazing. So you fun. need it. <laughs> yeah. And now when I'm at someone's house and they have a grinder, I just turn it upside down and yeah, I'm like, like oh. I have to twist. <laughs> yeah. Basic. Oh, what yeah. a drag. What a drag. <laughs> but you, you know, shit like that, you know, you see I it and you're like, I want that. Mm-hmm. I already bought some stainless steel grinders. Now I need another pair. You got to get into. Um, do you thrift store shop at all? Uh huh. Yeah. 
was gonna say that's the best and the worst thing actually it's the worst because when you thrift store shop you're like i need this little set of plates they are only two dollars i'm getting this little set of plates and then before you know it, you have 20 sets of little plates you don't need them no you don't yeah i have a teapot set yeah you know how many times i have tea in that teapot set never not once once. (laughs) it's so cute (laughs) it brings you joy that's why i don't like marie kondo's methods because she's like does it bring you joy i'm like yes all my things bring me joy joy. it's so nice it's so pretty i might need this (laughs) right that's not a good method it all brings me joy yeah you kind of you encouraged me with your sustainability lifestyle to thrift shop my clothes and you my friend have made my problem 10 times worse oh yeah because now i can barely close the door to my closet because now when Mm -hmm. i go and I'm like, I'm helping the earth. Exactly. I, I justify like that. I'm on, Posh- <laughs> like, I'm on Poshmark and Etsy, and I'm like, this vintage tablecloth is saving the world. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> We're all nuts. We're all nuts. Okay, wait, guys, I have to tell you something crazy. Well, Craig probably won't think this is crazy, but you will. Okay, what so Gray has like been like, I'm. D- oh my God, he. When I first got pregnant, he's like, no. And then I have second kid, he's like, no. And then I'm like, D- I want more kids, you know, in the future someday. And he's like, no. And so just even recently, I was like, okay, well, speaking of non-monogamy, I'm like, mm, what about like in three or four years if I just have kids with someone else? Because I want more kids. He said yes real quick, didn't he? No. He but he no. didn't shut it down either. He was just like, he's so funny. He's just like, so what? Will he like live with us? Or like, am I, if I, if you're living with me, then I'm going to have to take care of your pregnant <laughs> he ass likes and to the talk new baby. The yeah. He's practical. Mm-hmm. What's that? The throat loss. Mm, I like, I like little things like that. So, um, those are good. <laughs> They're good little ones. brown ones with mm-hmm. the white powder. Oh, I yeah, know. Yeah. I'm an old man. Those are good. Fisherman's. Fisherman's. Wharf. Oh yeah. One ninety nine. Oh God. And sugar free. <laughs> So he's like, you know, what is he going to like live with us? Am I going to be taking care of your pregnant ass and this fucking baby? You know, and I'm like, well, what if we live in like a little community, you know, a little village? Yeah, I have two houses with both my husbands in it. You know, he's like, I don't know about all of that. That sounds ridiculous. But he's a practical guy. You know, he's like, but then when you're She's preg- breaking, <laughs> he's breaking. Too. Yeah. He's like, when you're pregnant, you know, it's hard on your body and hard on you. And, you know, then, uh, you know, I'm like, OK, I get it. I get it. And then the other day uh, we were like looking through photos and stuff. He goes. Oh, I have to say, it just makes me sad. Frank's not going to be a baby anymore. And we're just not going to have any more babies around the house. And then he goes, maybe in like three or four years, you know, I'll be ready to have There baby. you go. You did it right, though. I have them in twos. I didn't know that logic. Twos are good. It is good. <sighs> each other. I know. I Thank God not. my sister did two and they just have each other. Because it's like, dude, this, this one is they're weird. Only child, you're weird. They have one kid. Yeah. <laughs> And she's very weird. <laughs> I'm just kidding, but yeah, really. She is. I was an only child. I was an only child until I was 13. I was weird as shit. I have so many. Because you just left with your mind. You just left with your own mind, your own you devices. Need another fucking kid I'm, to play with. You mind? No. And now I'm watching Ember, and I was like, God damn it, we didn't have a kid, and now she just wants to have a job, like a, a someone to play with. But if we had a baby now, then there's this big age right. gap, right, 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 and it's not a playmate. Now I'm putting her to work. Granted, even if you have one, another one in a couple years, <sighs> my sister and I are seven years apart, and we're really close. I was always just like following her they'll around. Be, yeah, they'll be close one day. But. I was the baby. They're fine. I was the loner. They're fine. Yeah. I, was, I was left with my But own listen, thoughts. being alone, They're it leads to old. great art. <laughs> Hi. It does. Great it art. Does. Mental illness and art. Yeah. 
bipolar, depression, and art. (laughs) Granted, the middle children, you know, there's something for everyone. The middle children are fucked. The oldest children are fucked. Overprotected. Don't do that. Yeah, Mm -hmm. Yeah, everyone's Mm -hmm. fucked. Yeah. Really. Don't. So don't worry about it. But that's kind of the plan. And we'll have another two in like four or five. That's the best, I say. Yeah. But actually, my sister and I, even when I was like little, it's kind of cute. My sister was like 16 and I was like nine. And we'd like sleep together when she'd come stay at the house and she'd like tell me about all her boyfriend drama and I'd be nine, like, yeah, wow, you know, totally. That's crazy. She's just venting to me about everything. And I just felt like the coolest person in the You're world. Like, yeah, that I have is those cool. problems too. Yeah, same <laughs> in fourth grade. She's like sneaking out of the house and I'm like, wow, I thought she was so crazy. We'd be getting our nails done together. She'd be telling me about like making out with fun. her boyfriend. Like, you know, that is fun. Like, oh. My- like, have you had ranch corn nuts yet? <laughs> They're really good. Have you ever gotten you your top ramen your and eaten it dry in a bag? It's shake no it up water, with the powder. No water. <laughs> crazy. My snack. most favorite thing about having a 13 year age gap with my sister was I was the one who was 13's a lot. It's large. First of all, <laughs> it's my your child. It was my child. My parents were gone all yeah. the time. They were always on date nights, like every single night. That's and it. I was just a built in babysitter and I had no choice. That's how, yeah. But then I was the one who had to give all, like, tell my sister everything like give my sister the talk everything i'm always the one making sure that like it's all what's you know we're making sure your parents at that point have forgotten too you know she's like they also this kid in our house they also like don't want it anymore (laughs) and my sister would rather talk to me about it because it's like she's so embarrassed about certain things i feel more like an aunt sometimes but i gave her the talk no one gave me the talk by the way really my parents never gave me the talk nobody your parents give you a talk no but we figured it out yeah you just kind of figure it out I figured yeah. it out at school. They did it in school. And yeah. then, uh, yeah, I had VHS pornos, some dating myself, but mm. that yeah. showed you Yeah, I think I, that's how I figured it out was at, in kindergarten at school. In kindergarten? Kindergarten? Yeah. Seems young. John Alexander. <laughs> you okay? Mine was in fifth grade. <laughs> no. That's five years, five important years later. Listen, that still me... seems a bit young. Ten, they show the birth. The did you guys watch the video? No, I just remember being I in fifth homeschooled. grade, <laughs> and they did the, they did the video. And it's and scary, isn't it? Yeah. She's all yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. No, yeah. kindergarten. See, my babies, my Ruth watches my birth videos, but they're like peaceful and in the wa- water and yeah, that's home. like love. The other one yeah. is just like <laughs> scary, fluorescent lights and hair. <laughs> <laughs> what is this? What is the seventies footage? Does anybody run into PR camping? Not that there's anything wrong with that. I'm just saying, for the lighting, for the lights, camera, action. <laughs> there's billions of dollars that go into porn every year. What about the birth videos? Yeah, I know, right? Just Glam it up a little bit. <laughs> Sasquatch does exist. That's too far. Too far. I'm joking. I'm a comedian. We crack jokes. We- yeah. Hey, you ever been pregnant and tried to shave your vagina? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> Oh, yes, I have. <laughs> oh, shit. I'm just joking. I'm just joking. So you didn't watch what were you saying? What, yeah, in kindergarten? I'm sorry. Go yeah. back to that. I don't think it was a formal <sighs> sex talk. No, John Alexander told me on the playground. Yeah, no. I, no, I did tell you? Oh, man. He told me some intense, some intense <laughs> We shit. should press charges. <laughs> he, had, he had a sister who was 17. They had a huge age difference. And he caught her watching porn. And he was watching it. And so he came back to school and he told us everything. And it was a wild porno. This was not 
this was not like, you know, some like homemade business. This was like, you know, they were doing everything. Lots so of holes in and one dicks in one foul swoop, I learned about penetrative, oral, anal, you know, all of it. It was a lot at once. And I just kept it secret and felt very anxious about the fact that I knew about what it was and then didn't ask my parents. But I wasn't until like fit. I didn't know how babies were made, though, because no oh. one explained that to me. So I thought babies were made when people slept next to each other. But then sex was just for fun. So I was like, oh, adults have sex. But then babies are made if people are sleep married together. and they sleep in the same bed together until I was quite old. <laughs> I don't remember who told me. My neighbor, maybe. About babies or sex? Sex. Yeah. I, I looked up sex in the dictionary because I heard people talking about it. And then it said, like, see sexual intercourse. And then it said the, which that's kind of fucked up because, like, sex isn't just intercourse. But then it said see sexual intercourse. And then it said the insertion of the penis into the vagina. And I was like. It's a very heteronormative what? dictionary. How old were you when you did that? I was probably older, probably like nine yeah, and I, I was homeschooled, and like a lot of homeschooled kids weren't like talking about porn, so I just no. Didn't. They were talking about Lord of the Rings <laughs> and Bohemian Rhapsody, and it's better conversation. I know, honestly, 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 you know, so I didn't really know I anything. I am so grateful I, like, I didn't grow up with internet porn. Like the porn I was exposed uh, to was yeah. normal porn. I worry so These much about kids. our youth. Oh shit! It's wild. It's wild. The shit that you can just Google as even like a seven or eight year old and like be exposed to that kind of like. It's insane. Really intense, violent stuff is really scary. Yeah. It's yeah. really scary. Internet. Good luck. Yeah, it's pretty kids. intense. They're going to get it. Some bad kid over there. Did you see this? <laughs> like, what the fuck? <laughs> no, I didn't. I didn't want and to. We, and you could see anything, you know, it's so horrible. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then when even like, you know, even if they're not necessarily looking for it specifically. I know. I was watching a little porn the other day myself and I have my little channel and, you know, I watch what I normally watch. Big booties oiled up. <laughs> Sometimes <laughs> I'm a, I like a, um, a fake. I love fake taxi. <laughs> a fake taxi. It's a good one. It's a it's good, good one. I love like the fake doctor's office. You know, whatever. Anywho. Um, but all of a sudden, that's what I were always watching. That's, you know, but they were suggesting very, in my opinion, no shaming, but very like violent, intense. I'm like, oh, this yeah. is not what I'm looking for. Oh, yeah. They're not even, they're not even intentionally looking for that. And that's no, just like it's thrown it's at add, them. Add pop-ups to yeah. weird shit. It's always weird. It's like centaur. Man dressed as centaur. <laughs> fucks woman. You're like, I don't want it. No, <laughs> no, was, but it just Get starts the playing, and then you're like, I can't. Well, no, watch just it. like these super violent, like jackrabbity, like, yeah. and you're just like, oh, okay. And I, I'm yes. always looking for like regular dick sized porn, it is yeah. impossible. Mm. I hate horse cock porn. Yeah, first of all, <laughs> I don't have one, second of all, I don't like Like, I'm like, no, no, no. it's not. It's just dark and twisted. Yeah, I'm on an anti-porn campaign right now. She's I, on anti-cocaine. Anti she doesn't time. want to have any fun. Anti-cocaine. I'm anti-porn. I am Christian now. Also, I should mention anti-Instagram. I'm off Instagram right now for a month. I quit porn for a long time and I Did felt you? better straight up. Oh, I'm sure. I just think there's a lot of. I'm not like an, I'm not like anti-porn, but I'm I'm more like. We all need to reevaluate our relationship to this thing that can be really 
harmful and insidious yeah. like social media like anything else it could be it could be good it can be fun it can be horrible and life ruining it's all about like balance drugs, right? it is it is yeah. it is but i think that there's so many like men in particular too that and even just like thinking of myself as a teenage girl like not really having real conversations about real porn and all my friends lying about their multiple orgasms that they were having with their boyfriends and everything and then watching porn and being like, wow, like what the fuck's wrong with me? I am, I do not feel like this, this or this, but like, I guess that's what I'm supposed to be doing for my boyfriend. Guess I'm supposed to be screaming and twirling around on the dick go doing 360s. <laughs> I guess I'm supposed to dress up like a centaur. <laughs> I guess I'm supposed to dress up like a centaur to make my man happy. <laughs> Me on my wedding night, and I'm just like, is this what we're supposed Did to be doing? <laughs> Where did you get that idea? The internet? <laughs> it's the first thing that popped up. <laughs> Pornhub ads told me to do it. Or just like a bunch of dudes having sex with you like you're uh, just this thing. Like, and with no conversation about like, hey, are you okay? Are you good? Hey, it's stopping. You know, you don't mm-hmm. see that in porn. Stopping in the middle be like, are you okay? No. <laughs> no. There's none of that. No, no. And then there's so. all the pop-ups that are like, you want to talk and like those chat rooms. And Lord, I'm afraid one day my kid's going to just like rack up my bill. Like all of a sudden I'll get, you know, they're on just that chat rooms. once. I mean, on when the, the phone sex though, this oh, is old yeah. school. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, that's yeah. kind of cool. Uh, yeah, I kind of like the phone. One nine hundred is in a your big mind, no, right? No. It's imagination. Yeah. <laughs> Becca's anti-porn pro. I'm pro phone, phone sex. hotline sex. <laughs> nice. I'm for the people. What could I say? This is my new kid. Yeah, I'm running for office. Also, just so you guys know, it's my new thing. Twenty twenty two. Why did you stop porn? I just knew. Why did you stop doing bad. porn? I just knew. <laughs> Well, I wanted a career in comedy. <laughs> Turns out an extra medium cock doesn't fucking cut it in the old porn industry. <laughs> well, uh, no, I just knew it was dark. And uh, and I'm just going down dark rabbit holes that I didn't initially seek out. And then I uh, I also was doing it too much, you know, every day. I was like, all right, let's get this down. Yeah. A weekly or monthly thing, you know. Well, something special, like a treat. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Ooh, it's Sunday. Glory hole <laughs> confessions. Here we come. <laughs> it's the day of the Lord. Uh, cheat day. <laughs> glory, glory, hallelujah. <laughs> oh God, I'm weird. Anyways, uh, yeah, it's just I just try like dark, dark behavior. You know, it's yeah. just like. And back to, I like I'm so weird. I just like the hippie in me. It's like, why isn't this unionized? Yeah. Mental health care and retirement and a cut. Like, why aren't they getting a cut of every industry is so fucked from yeah, porn true. to Hollywood? Like, why aren't the actors and actors getting from a porn cut? to Hollywood to fucking supermarket employees? Supermarket. Are you kidding me? Mm-hmm. It's yeah. just crazy. And they say, oh, you, we can't do it. And it's like, have you seen the profits? Like, yeah, you can. And we're just a tiny piece of the pie for sanity. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's it's crazy. I'm also pro OnlyFans. Yeah, pro OnlyFans. I love that shit. I, uh, hate, I almost got addicted to that. It's so fun. <laughs> that shit's fun because what, you, like, what is your favorite uh, OnlyFans? Uh, I just pages. like the mom and pop shop of it, right? Yeah, and yeah. It's like, oh, this and girl's you know getting my money and exactly. Not you know, you're supporting yeah. an individual, and they're also running the show, right? Oh, what? No, we're good. Yeah. Sorry. I didn't want to. Have to yeah. Do last time. 
<laughs> I fucking love you guys. Oh, love, love you. Too. you what a good time. Um, should we do a couple quick fire questions before we leave you? Yeah. Sure, you know, I figured like, you know, since we're asking you to oh be my God, yeah. straight no, up honest. This was, this was too honest. It's, well, like, we'll they figure it. I thought it was kind of in, inspirational. I don't know what happened. No, it's inspirational. I, I do want to say I really appreciate you being open about it because I feel like <sighs> it's such like this is a story that a lot of us are like experiencing and going through. And I think a lot of people aren't honest about it and it's important. Well, yeah. So you get stabbed. <laughs> <laughs> but geez, he had it coming. He had I'll it coming. I'll say this too. There's a lot of ladies out there cheating too. It's oh, so much. It always yeah. gets, not that guys don't deserve a lot of shit too, but it just always feels like, it's like we're not the only ones. Everybody's oh, no. out there cheating. And, uh, Which makes yeah. it okay, right? That's what we all—the conclusion we all came to. <laughs> cheating, yeah, everyone's like, doing it, so it is okay. Cheating, good. Not cheating, cheating boring. Cheating, good. That was today's episode. Why cheating is Only okay with good. the broads with Craig Conan. Oh, here's a here's an. <laughs> Why cheating is right and good, and you should do it with Craig Conan. No, it's, <laughs> fuck him. No, uh, no, it's not. It's just okay. It's okay now, though. <laughs> Oh boy, how did we get here? Craig and Becca. Yeah. Uh, have you ever walked in on your parents doing it? Nope. Never? Uh, have you I heard it? Mm, I don't think so. No. My God, all of our parents are so boring. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've seen my parents either. like in towels coming out of the shower together, but I was just kind of you're like, hmm, sus. <laughs> But I don't know. My parents are just like weird like that. And I was just never thought of anything of it. I was just like, oh, well, yeah. they took a sh they're married. They took a shower together. It's what you do. It's what you do, right? Yeah, I don't believe so. Okay. <laughs> My okay. dad caught me whacking it once. So it was very embarrassing. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's oh, horrible. That's, that's never happened to me. You've never gotten. Oh. He had the uh, black box uh, where you got the Playboy channel bootleg you know it was just yeah. on all the time he's I like you want to go is, to the but... store it's a, a bootleg illegal direct tv you okay. get porn channels and he had one of those and he's like you want to go to the store i said nope and then he and then as soon as he <laughs> oh, landed no, like, no. <laughs> and he forgot his wallet and he came back i mean like tw 28 seconds later yeah. i'm already yeah yeah and then there you go again and then he's like oh what are you doing and i was like oh shit it was awful it was so awful that's so embarrassing I was like, oh. <laughs> reading a book how'd my pants get down there <laughs> oh that's horrible my mom walked in on me oh my god my mom walked in on me before, like I, you know, I was I was younger, and I was straight up humping the couch. That is horrible. that is hilarious, though. She walked in, and I was just up on the couch, just like <laughs> vibing, just vibing. I was just thinking about Harrison Ford, just doing the damn thing. He's handsome, so handsome. Um, and my oh. mom walked in on me. Yeah, I was very What'd embarrassed. What did you say? Put um, pants on. I had pants on, okay. you know, it was just some dry humping business. I hadn't quite figured out the whole song and dance yet. Um, what was the exchange? The exchange was extremely uncomfortable. And uh, she just like looked at me like this. And <gasps> I was like, and then she like ran out. And then she saw me again. And she's like, do you want to talk about that? And I was like, no. 
And then we never talked about it again. It's but, a good woman. I yeah, respect that. She never, no, we don't need to discuss it. We don't need to talk about no, no, it. No, no. We don't need to talk I will about tell you it. what, my Christian parents never said no masturbating ever. They never said that. Which is unusual. Most of the Christian parents, they say they said no, no porn. masturbation. Actually, they didn't specifically say that to me, but they like, we had our home computer in like the family room area. It was like, you're not going on any computers behind closed doors, you pervs. And like, <laughs> and I remember one time my dad had like a, it was like, and now I know it was a pop-up, but it was like a porn pop-up on his phone. Yeah, like eyes only or whatever it was Something called. Something fucking stupid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, <gasps> I saw it on his phone because I was like going through his safari. I don't know why. <laughs> As a 12-year-old, just like, what's dad doing, <laughs> I guess? And then I was like, mom, dad, like about porn at dad's phone. And my dad was like, I don't watch porn. I don't know what that was from. Uh-huh. But I, it was one of those. I love that you ratted your dad out to your mom about him watching porn. Well, That's I just my felt most like, favorite thing. I just felt Where's like everything mom? they had presented to me was like a lie. I'm like, well, then why are you guys being fake as fuck? No, I'm like, being, I'm being sincere. I love that you ratted him <laughs> out because if you're gonna put that, if you're gonna put that on me, you better, you, you know, live up to it. You're fucking, yeah, come on. What if your mom I was, was like, like, oh no, honey, that was mine. <laughs> mm, Sweetie, that. I was like crying. <laughs> that was what we. That was us together. So. I ratted my sister out for weed because I thought I was going to kill her because I was a little kid. Aww, I thought I was like crap. That's sweet. Like, Mom, she's going to die. Oh, that's nice. And the next year I was like, give me that shit. <laughs> give Bitch. me that weed. I didn't know. <laughs> give me okay, it's next, a plant. Next question. No, my, I didn't walk into my parents ever. Do you pee in pools? I kind of stopped recently. <laughs> To be honest, I'm kind of on the same boat. I kind of used to sometimes. Wait, so this is a re- this is a, like a 2022 resolution. Yeah, like, new no year, new me. I would say a couple years ago, I wouldn't like do it. I would do it at like sometimes like at a public pool. Okay. Yeah, I would do it sometimes. Like so- you're, <laughs> this is so like embarrassing, but like you're drinking whatever. You're in a you're like, there's this fucking ton of chlorine. I don't want to get out of the pool right now. Yeah, it's windy out there. <laughs> It's warm in here. <laughs> the water just got a little warmer. <laughs> like, I'm like, I've drank a lot of water today. It's probably fucking yeah. clear anyway. Yeah, it's sterile in the beginning anyway. Well, do you remember they, they were putting that stuff in the pool for a while that when you would pee, it would... Was that a real thing? Mm-hmm. I was there once. Track the piss? <laughs> yeah, and it would turn your pee like hot pink. Or, oh, mm-hmm. how humiliating. And expose the peers. It's terrible. It's pretty funny. I'll say this. I do not pee in pools, not because I'm against it, because I can't pee. It's actually a problem for can't me. Pee I can't up. pee in water. Oh, like I've been in ba- bad situations where I'm like, I need to pee in the ocean. And I like I, I can't I can't do it. Um, but I am not. I, I don't care if people think this is gross or not. If I know you're peeing right next to me in the pool, I could give a shit. Like, I, I don't, don't really care. care. Mm. I'm like, it's, well, it's pee. Like, guys, this is also coming from the three of us once again who would use random people's toothbrushes yeah, at parties the morning after. Why not? <laughs> we're, di- we're all disgusting. Okay, I gotta ask you guys this. I was gonna ask you this. I love that Craig's here. This is perfect. Did you guys hear the whole drama about Ashton Kutcher and like their kids oh, and the they bathing don't, thing? Oh, that they don't bathe them? Okay, this is what they said. They said, what? they said, okay, no, Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis said, we only bathe our kids and they get dirty. And people are like, what? And I was like, yeah, I mean, I and then Ashton Kutcher said that he that he only like he doesn't shower every day. He only like washes the like I can't remember what he said like the important the important areas, probably like armpits and genitals. I hate. I don't hate to shower. I don't. I don't 
I I could go a while without showering. I get a little greasy though. And if it wasn't hair. for yeah, if it wasn't for performing, I would shower substantially less. Mm, yeah. I'm fine with all that. Now, I feel like you probably shower often. You know, I'm submerged quite frequently. I'm a I'm a big bather but, though, but I I take like two baths a day. But tell me this. Who? Yeah. But tell me that oh, I, I love I, I, I love baths. So I love baths. I love baths. <laughs> Showers I do not like. I love baths. Two a day. I would too in the winter. When we had a bathtub, mm. you gotta warm your bones. You gotta too warm cold. those bones. Too cold. Now, tell me though, is this from a pure pleasure standpoint or uh, I need to be clean? Um, I need to be clean. Okay. I get a little I get a little freaked out. Um Okay, this is another thing again, though. I could give a shit mm-hmm. if Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis don't wash their kids mm-hmm. unless they're dirty and if they don't shower. I don't care if other people don't mm-hmm. shower. This is very personal for myself. The only time that I get a little weird with people is if I can... This might make me drive a little bit. If I can smell the grease. <gasps> I know what you're talking about. It's the greasy hair. And if I'm like... Did you ever smell it from me when I didn't wash my hair? No, I never smelled it Oh, yeah, and don't hair. use dry shampoo. It just got recalled that benzene and it getting everyone cancer. Also, like the, the number baby one powder. ingredient. Wait, are you in for it. real? Yeah, it Dude, just got the, recalled. If you use the cheap stuff, don't do it. I use dry shampoo constantly. It's so the number one ingredient in it? Aluminum. Which look at is him, also look at him linked twirling to his hair. dementia and Alzheimer. I can't talk. Alzheimer's. Well, I'm a thousand percent getting that. No, you just I've do, do a little sauna and stop using it. Do a heavy metal do a detox. detox. <laughs> Rub a little cranberry juice on those brown nipples it. of yours. You'll be all right. You know, aluminum. She didn't hear me. If you have, if you have, have you you gotten a heavy metals panel? No. Should I check? Well, that hair loss. That's what, heavy metals is is the first, one of the first times is hair loss. It's a dry shampoo. It's all. Well, maybe not dry shampoo. There's lots of. Isn't it funny how some people are like, I can't sleep. And they drink Red Bulls every day. And we're like, well, there it is. (laughs) Or even like, I know some people that are like, like, I have. And she's rubbing aluminum bars on her head. I know some people who have anxiety and they drink like 300 milligrams of caffeine a day. And I'm like. I'm not saying that you don't have clinical anxiety, but I am saying that that would help if you stopped well, drinking 300 milligrams of caffeine a day. When I was having very regular panic attacks, uh-huh. I was also eating a bag of chocolate-covered espresso beans every oh. day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I would eat them like M&M's. I'd take them to school and I would just be like, nerf, 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 People nerf. don't sit still to notice that. You know, you know what I mean? It's always a friend being like, well, <laughs> yes. there it is. It's right there. There's a red flag on Evan, the back. Evan, Evan had like brought me home from school because I was like having like a shaking panic attack. And Evan was like, and I was like holding it and I was like eating it. And he's like, what are you eating? And I'm like, Stop I'm eating it. chocolate Stop it. Stop it. I was probably actually having mild seizures from all the caffeine. Dude, caffeine is so strong, dude. It and lasts I was eating for 12 straight hours. straight beans. No one knows straight that. It beans. lasts for 12 hours. Okay, it does because I, I am really sensitive. And if I have half a cup of coffee, I swear like at 5 p.m. that day, I'll start getting panicky and really anxious and like really crazy. I reduced my levels and it has been much better. <laughs> I was. Yeah. I love all these stories today. If you're like, I had a problem. I stopped. My life is much better now. It's hard, better. man. <laughs> it's hard out there. Have you guys been out there? It's hard. It's so. Why is it so hard? You, there's a lot of things that you can use so as coping hard. mechanisms, like espresso beans. <laughs> okay, guys, I gotta talk about showers real quick though. Okay. Because here's the thing. Are you coal mining in Appalachia? Why are you getting so dirty? That you have to shower every day. Mm. We, we, we work office jobs, people. We drive in our cars. But we're not getting dirty. We're not getting dirty. Well, 
No, I'm not saying don't shower. I'm just saying <laughs> if Ashton Kutcher and Mila shower once a week, that's probably fine if they wear oh, deodorant yeah. and, you know, like wash well, your genitals. They, but even if they're stinky, that's their own business. That's true. Right? But it's, mean, un- probably it's a unpleasant. good stinky. Look how handsome. I know they're so they hot. <laughs> they the pheromones. Pheromones. I'll, take a the pheromones. I'll take a whiff of that relationship. But, you know, it's, a, it's not it's not polite if you're smelling and smelling greasy and sure. all of that but apart from that like people call them disgusting I'm like they're probably perfectly clean you guys what are you guys doing rolling in mud all day look at them they probably don't sweat either of them no you i know. will say though you know where i when i have to shower oh if i go to like a chinese restaurant or like my grandma she cooks with a lot of lard mexican yeah, food you go to their house you have to make sure before i go to my grandma's house that i'm wearing something that i don't care about because you will walk out of there reeking. It's stronger than yeah. campfire. It will Reek not go in you your gotta, hair. Your hair. You got to wash your hoodie, your jean, your everything. That's why I'm with garlic. Garlic um, goes in and out of me. It comes out of my pores if I eat that's garlic. That's a real thing. Some yeah. people with One garlic. time Evan went and he went to a crab leg restaurant he had never been to before. A friend took him and he came into my home and I was sleeping and it woke me up, the smell of the garlic. And he contaminated our bed and I made him sleep in another room for like a week because he smelled like garlic for an entire week and he couldn't scrub it off of his body. It's oh. intense. It was I'll, horrendous. When I get sick, I'll just swallow garlic cloves yeah, and it's baby. bad. Like mm. you stink. Yeah. On on the on the Evan level, on the cellular level. <laughs> on a cellular level. I don't know if I do. I just normally smell, but since I started using nude, they don't sponsor our podcast, but they should. It's really good. Have you used it? Which do you one? do you smell? Or not really? Not really. Some people don't. You don't either. No, not Some really. Some people just don't smell. Mm-mm. That's nice for you guys. I'm not hairy. I don't smell. I have soft skin. Wow. Angel <laughs> babies. I'm Angel babies over here. I got teapots. Oh, man. I'm just the, yeah, the no. mountain woman over here, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a, I think it's just because I don't sweat often. Oh, I sweat That's why constantly. I don't smell, I think. I but I don't know. Some people sweat. Grace sweats and he doesn't smell. He just doesn't. Yeah. You know what, though? I still need my baths every single day. I don't care. Even if my skin is dry as a bone from all the baths that I'm taking, then I'll just put on moisturizer. I don't care. I need to bathe. Mm. It is part of my health and wellness. I respect it as long as you don't judge other people. Oh, I could give it. I could give a shit. If You're you, too absorbed in your own life anyway, right? I'm way too <laughs> selfish to give a... Yeah, if you haven't showered in two weeks and you don't stink, I'm fine. But if you stink, you stink. Fucking yeah, wash that see, ass. I'm you someone stink. who's... I'll smell like the day after... I, like the day I take a shower. I'll take a shower. Eight hours later, I'll start sweating. I'll smell. If I'm getting... No, but you don't stink. No, I do. I've never hugged you and I've never been like... No, she doesn't... Well, that's good. You, no, but I do stink. But I make... Try to take method means and methods. The only time I care is if I'm about to get like intimate with someone. I'm like, can you please wash your balls? Have washed your your balls and your ass. Like I would appreciate that. Dry shampoo. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Get a little talcum powder. (laughs) Get a little snort down there. Um, last question. How about? Oh well, I mean, this next one was one that I obviously know that Craig has done. Have you ever farted in an elevator? Of course you farted in an elevator. Yeah, today. I mean, in an elevator. <laughs> At the donut shop. No. Uh, yeah, of course. It's so fun. Uh, in an elevator? Just like in a hot box? Yeah. Yeah, I don't think I've ever intentionally done that that I can remember. I think I've talked about it on the podcast before, but when I was pregnant, I was in a class and one time, different days in the class, it was the same class that I farted in and I could not help it. And I was just like... <laughs> 
I don't I don't I don't think anyone like looked, but it was like everyone knowing like okay, <laughs> pregnant bitch just farted. She's a little gassy everyone girl in the corner over you're there. Just like, <laughs> Big smile. I like so anyway, what I was excuse me. You just have to act like it didn't happen. Yeah, That's my know, favorite is to, when people when Ooh, people don't act, don't act like it didn't happen. When you clearly well, hear them fart and they just keep talking. Like if a teacher's talking, like, what are you gonna do? You know, it's like what are you gonna do? What do you yeah, do? Wait, like if that, someone in front of you farts, what do you do? I start laughing. I giggle. I giggle. I'm, I'm like, I'm like, even if okay. you don't know them very no, well, I'm like, it's okay. Yeah. Like, I'm like, it's like happens to everybody. Like, you giggle. Like, you have a giggle, but like, you don't act like it's like that Wendy Williams clip where she's like in the middle of her sentence and like lets one rip and then just keeps talking. <laughs> Hilarious. <laughs> You're on stage. You know, I can I can understand the panic of just like keep talking. <laughs> on with the show. I would just be like, well, it is what it is, everybody. It is what it is. <laughs> What was that? <laughs> like, what would my I dad say? Did someone sit on a duck? Yeah. <laughs> her fart Ooh. was so intense that her part, half of her body, like, lifted up a little bit when she did it. When you watch it back in slow mo, it's like, Whoop. so then she just keeps talking. <laughs> like, we saw wow. it on on your body. All right, there was actually one final question okay. instead. Um, did you guys ever practice kissing in a mirror? No, mm, I don't think so no maybe my I, hand i think i maybe did the hand the hand thing i used to go to town on a mirror to your on your on the mirror yeah yeah you only little, child only, only child, child. Only <laughs> that's, that's how lonely i was and i was just like <laughs> narcissus over here <laughs> nice eyes <laughs> oh my god i haven't seen you here before <laughs> imagine someone walking in on you hanging yourself in the mirror you smell like garlic <laughs> my mom that. it's my mom the one day she walks in on me humping the couch the next day she walks in on me making out with she's myself in the mirror she's and like, she's okay. like okay okay it's time right. to call somebody you gotta give that up to you jesus need you needed oh uh, well, thanks for the Craig. questions we love you. I love you guys so love much. You. Uh, you are wearing an amazing sweatshirt, and you're oh, also yeah. Lucy yeah. Goosey. Lucy Goosey, my my most viral bit. I named it my tour, my tour after it, and yes. uh, yeah, I'm on the road. Come get these Woo! jokes, baby. Yes, it's a good time. Yes, Craig CraigConet.com. Uh, Craig Craig P. on the gram. All right, thank yeah. you guys. I love you. We love you, Craig. Chat soon. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Chat soon. <laughs>